0: what is up everyone and welcome to the school district podcast my name is adam welcome this is my podcast i'm the host and i really hope you enjoy all the conversations i have with educators all over the world principals teachers instructional coaches assistant superintendents superintendents and even state commissioners of education we talk about the pain points and lessons learned in education so we can all simply be better for kids and the colleagues we work with Please consider subscribing to the podcast, leave a rating, write a review, and share your favorite conversations with colleagues or anyone you think would enjoy. Today's episode is brought to you by me. (laughs) I'm the sponsor. The best way to support the podcast is pick up one of my books. I'd really appreciate it. Kids Deserve It, Run Like a Pirate, Empower Our Girls, or Teachers Deserve It. They're all available on Amazon or wherever books are sold. And Kids Deserve It is also on Audible as an audiobook. And if your organization, your school district, county service unit conference or company is having an event and looking for a high energy relevant relatable fun down to earth speaker that just keeps it real and really connects with the audience reach out directly so we can talk about your event and schedule something amazing for your team i've added up i've given over 300 keynotes i think i'm coming close to 350 all across north america the last five years with breakout sessions coaching leadership strands and I would just love to work with you this summer. I'm going to be in Georgia, Virginia, New Hampshire, Idaho, Kentucky, Texas, California a couple times, California, Oklahoma, West Virginia, Texas, Illinois, California again, Oklahoma again, Ohio, Missouri, Missouri, Illinois, Missouri, Missouri. Um, they like me in Missouri, <laughs> Oregon, Pennsylvania back to back, and then finishing up in Minnesota on uh september 1st you can just email me at um adam Welcome at gmail.com or mr for more information about speaking and also my other podcasts and blog all right my guest for today is dr tia jones she is the assistant principal of the year for south carolina at uh, a trail elementary school and uh t and i just have a super fun conversation about school leadership and uh, being an assistant principal. I've had a really, really fun time having all the assistant principals on the show the last couple months. I think I've had close to 12 on the show, which is uh, super cool. I'm actually going to be hanging out with a bunch of them uh, just in about a month, actually, a little less than a month in um, Louisville at the NAESP conference. So who knows? We might record some more episodes for one of my other podcasts, the NAESP principal podcast that I have with Rachel George. So stand by for, uh, for more content. So here's my conversation with Dr. Tia Jones. Tia Jones, welcome to the podcast.
1: Well, good afternoon. Thank you for having me.
0: Oh, super excited to have you. This has been one of those things where we've kind of scheduled it five times. You were busy. I was busy. Life is busy, but uh, super excited to uh, have you on the show. Assistant Principal of the Year for the State of South Carolina huge congratulations everybody stop what you're doing right now go to Twitter make sure you're following Tia at Tia Jones ED and then the number one I'm going to link it in the show notes as well too. assistant principal of Catawba Trail Elementary School in Elgin South Carolina Tia for the people out there that don't know who you are introduce yourself a little bit more and uh, just give us some background we'll uh, we'll start there
1: Awesome. Well, again, I'm Tia Jones, and I am actually in my eighth year as an assistant principal here at Catawba Trail Elementary School in Richland School District 2. We are a premier district in Columbia, South Carolina. Um, I started my educational journey actually in Richland 2 about 24 years ago. I started as a teaching assistant. Um, I got married young at the age of eighteen. Um, had four children, <laughs> and um, they were all little. And um, when I started um, as an as a teaching assistant, I worked with special needs students. And from there, I also um, was a kindergarten assistant. And I taught Spanish for about three years. And I don't speak Spanish, not fluent in Spanish. And that's, that is <laughs> a funny story. That's a whole other story. Um, but. I had a principal and this was my turning point. I had a principal that saw something in me and, and encouraged me to go back to school to get my degree. Uh, and so I did. And so she actually gave me a classroom prior to getting my degree while I was a teaching assistant um, to teach related arts. And it was a Spanish class. And typically you go in and press play on a video that was a Spanish video. Um, I didn't like that. I wanted the students to have more. So I had a multicultural classroom where we visited a variety of countries and we compared them to um, the Spanish language. So we enjoyed traveling. I had kindergarten through fifth, and I loved it. From there, um, she connected me with a few people and I actually worked full time and during the day and I went to school at night and got my teaching degree. Um, So several years later, I started teaching um, second grade. I love, love, love teaching second grade. Didn't think anything was better. Then I started teaching kindergarten and oh, my gosh, my heart melted, and that was it. Uh, And so from there, um, I became. Teacher of the Year, my third year as a teacher, and then I went on and earned my master's degree. I got my um, national board certification. Um, I went on to get my ed specials in administration, and um, finally, a couple years ago, I earned my doctorate. Um, So again, this is my 24th year in education and also in my school district.
0: Oh my gosh, you have been on a journey. I apologize, Dr. Jones. I didn't know that you had uh, done your doctorate. Uh, congratulations on that. What a journey that's uh, That's like. Tia, what is life as an assistant principal like? What do you do day to day? I think that's a big question that I get all the time. There's a lot of misconceptions out there. So just let the audience know, what's, what does a, a day in the life of an AP really look like?
1: Absolutely, and you're right about the misconception. I think um, some people think it's just all about discipline, or books and buses, uh, but it's so much more than that. I would say the key part of it is the relationship piece um, with the students, as well as with your faculty and staff, your parents and your community. So, uh, you know, on a daily basis, it's actually visiting classrooms, speaking with um, teachers, greeting students um, in car ride a line at buses before they come running into the school, um, allowing them to see you and you greet them as they're leaving the school. Um, making sure that you're in the classrooms when the teachers need you. It could be coaching conversations, observations, um, making sure that not only are your students' needs met, but also your families because um, you have parents that, you know, are are seeking help or opportunities that they can actually volunteer in the school or finding other ways that they can actually work um, with their students. So being able to be that partner um, with that parent to make sure that Child is successful. Um, I mean, is important. So that's one of the key reasons that that you are here um, in the role as assistant principal.
0: Yeah, I feel like a lot of teachers or people that say, "Oh, I don't want to get into administration." Go shadow an assistant principal because it's actually it's not what you think. Yes, mm-hmm. it's tough and it's exhausting at times. But there's so many other things that that the administrators do that I think so many people don't see, which I think is uh, it's just important to talk about. Uh, with that being said, a question that I get on a weekly basis from people that DM me and message me all over the country. They say, I want to become an assistant principal. What advice do you have? So my question for you, Tia, is what advice do you have for aspiring assistant principals out there?
1: My advice to you is to continue learning. Never stop with that passion for learning and also the passion and love that you have for education. It, that, it's going to continue. And so you want to grow yourself. So making sure that Um, on a school level and a district level, your leadership knows your intent or your interest um, to be an administrator or to actually grow from where you are. It doesn't necessarily have to be an administrator. It may be taking on a new leadership role as a team leader or being over a curriculum um, development at the district level on a committee. So looking at those opportunities where you can grow from where you are. I know sometimes there's summer school like we have going on now um, where you may want to be the leader or an assistant um, to help with professional development or being able to help with planning of summer school so being able to seek out those opportunities for leadership is key and then also again being able to shadow someone that's already in that role so you'll get a good idea or a better perspective of what it all entails. Um, I like to look at leadership or at least at my assistant principal role as um, my classroom because I love teaching. And even though you may be an assistant principal, you are still a teacher, you're still an educator. And so if I look at the school as my classroom and I look at the teachers and the students as my students and I treat it as such. And so I'm always modeling, I'm always teaching, I'm always looking at ways that I can engage my classroom. And so if you look at it from that perspective, you know that you're always gonna be a teacher, you're just doing it on another level um, and with a, a broader brush.
0: Yeah, no, I love what you said at the outset about letting people know your intentions. I think so often people will say, oh my God, I had no idea you wanted to do this or you were interested. I don't think people talk out loud enough. Maybe mm-hmm. people see it as bragging, but really you're just, you're building your network. You're communicating, you're you're trying to just build your capacity, which in turn is going to help the building you're in, which is going to help your career. And it's just going to expand those opportunities. And to your point, maybe it's not even to be an assistant principal or a principal, it's just to take on more leadership, maybe is to be an instructional coach or a coordinator or a grade level lead or whatever it may be. There's just so many opportunities. Uh, Tia, if you had one wish for education, what would it be and why?
1: My one wish, if I had one wish for education, it would be that everyone, parents, community, legislators, um, parents, students would come together as a village to help to grow our students so that we can meet them where they are And continue to have them to grow into the adults that we know that they can be where they're productive citizens and I want that holistic development for um, all of our students and I want that village support, you know, sometimes people may just talk about it and we're always coming up with ways or trying to brainstorm plans that how can we make this connection, what can we do here, but being able to have a village to come together um, for the sake of all of our students alike, so that we can continue to grow our students across the country.
0: Yeah, I agree. I used to say, hey, when the village is stronger, everyone's stronger mm-hmm. from a classroom perspective, grade level department. But then when also within the community and, and mm-hmm. the district and that just that articulation across the school and then across the district is yes. uh, is just so valuable. And it's hard to find time, you know, I and mean, we're not saying that it's easy. It's hard to find the time because time is the commodity that everybody wants more of but it is uh it is so vitally important tia if you could choose one person alive or dead to spend the day with who's not a family member who would it be and why
1: that person would be martha roberts she was my very first principal when i started in the district and she was instrumental in who I've become today as an educator. Because she saw something in me many years ago, encouraged me to go back to school. And not only encouraged me, she actually put me in touch with the right people to make the connections of, go see this person, they're in this program, and see if you can go back to school because you need to go back to school to get your education. And because of that decision and because of her efforts, because she didn't have to do that, but because of her efforts, Not only is my life different, my children's lives are are different, my family is different um, because she was promoting that pathway out of poverty for me and she didn't even know it. Um, So because of that, I have not only gone back to get my education degree, but I've also gotten a master's, my national board certification. I've gotten my ed specialist and now I have my doctorate. So I've never in a million years thought that I would have my doctorate, but because of her because of this person, she saw that in me. And not only that, my children um, were able to go back to school. I was a first time college student, first generation college student. My children now have college degrees, one from Spelman College, another from Winthrop, and my son is finishing up at Charleston Southern. So because of that one person and, you know, my life has definitely pivoted. It has been um, instrumental because of her. So I would definitely tell her thank you for the impact that she's made important to me, and because of that, I've poured into thousands of other children.
0: Yeah, you know, I often think about that. I love that you brought Martha up. I, I, I think about the person. I think about that person for me, mm-hmm. and um, her name was uh, Janice Folk. She was my my principal when I was a aspiring, you know, administrator. And I often think, what if that person hadn't come into your life? What if mm-hmm. Janice hadn't come into my life? I think I I still would have gone down that that path of leadership and administration. But what would it, what would it have looked like? Or maybe you don't. It's those people in your life in those crossroads that are pivotal. And I know, you know what I'm talking about exactly. in other areas too. It's a, it's, 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 it's a really interesting thing to think about.
1: Exactly. I know with me, Um, at that time in my life, I I tried to go back to school. I actually got married very young and I started having children. And by the second child, um, I had to stop going to school. So right after high school, I was going to the university and um, I ended up having to stop just so that I can work and provide for my family. And so this provided an opportunity for me to continue to work full time, but actually go to school at night to get my degree and still have my family. So I can tell you that um, my life definitely would have been um, different on a different course if she didn't step in or someone like her didn't step in at that moment
0: tia jones dr jones at tia jones ed not one catawba trail elementary school if you're listening right now this episode's coming out on june 23rd you still have time to sign up And go to the NAESP conference in Louisville, Kentucky, the end of July. I'll be there. T will be there. A bunch of the other assistant principals of the year will be there to be honored and recognized. I'm excited for that. And also just to connect in person and to uh, expand your professional learning network. Tia, thank you so much for coming on the show. Again, congratulations on your your award, Assistant Principal of the Year for South Carolina. So well-deserved. Uh, So fun. I've had so much fun talking with you today. Everybody listening, thank you for all that you do. And I hope that you have an absolutely amazing day.